What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to this week's episode of Outside the Arena, uh, the first one of 2021. I'm Gurkhan Senek, joined by my co-host, Matt Grommel, and we are super, super excited to bring you this episode of Outside the Arena. Uh, new year and kind of a new us. We, Like we said, hopefully you watched the video that we uploaded. I believe it came out yesterday. But basically, we are now on audio, Spotify and Apple, as well as we got a second channel, OTA Clips, which we're really excited about uh, getting some shorter stuff on there. So today we're going to kind of have a typical episode. No NBA stuff we decided for nope. today. Um, you know, we felt it was a, a bit of a quiet week. I mean, there's definitely some stuff to cover, but we wanted to focus more on the NFL since it is week 17. Um, and yeah, that's going to be our focus today. So it's going to be a, a typical episode. We're going to build Max fantasy lineup. And we are going to give our week 17 predictions as well as talk about some week 16 stuff uh, and maybe even get into some playoff talk uh, about yeah. what we're going to do. But I know for next week, we'll 100% build uh, our playoff brackets and share them. So stay tuned for that. But Mac, you're ready to get the, uh, the show on the road. Want to pull up your lineup? I'm ready. Let's do this. Pulling it up right now. And I'm guessing, as always, starting off with the running backs. So yeah. uh, anyone uh, standing out? At a first glance for you? Geez, so Dalvin Cook is 43. That's But he's obviously out. But I'm just, like, yeah. admiring how high that is. So, I mean, we could I, go for, like, an Alexander Madison type player. But now that Dalvin's out. Yeah. Um, we'll I mean, we can kind of get cheap running backs. $17. What's That's Mike that. Davis? I don't know who Mike Davis is playing. And for anyone on audio now, we know we got some audio. So, if, it's, if you're new to this or you just need a reminder – uh, we got $200 to spend. We got a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end, flex, and defense. So uh, that is what we are currently uh, building. We're building max yep. lineup. So um, did we check Mike Davis, what he's going for? Yep. It is against the Saints. So, I mean, I don't Oh, he's doubtful. But he's doubtful. So I guess that's a no-go. But who would yeah, be starting um, I mean, Curtis Samuel might get, like, running back. That could be, yeah. I just want to let's see. His 19. Okay. Not terrible. Not terrible. Um, so what do we want? I mean, Kamara after fighting for that number of touchdowns. That could be interesting. Kamara could be a good option versus Carolina. Carolina on um, a young defensive line. Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I don't love that to be honest. Um, Derek Henry, yeah. 42. It's a lot, but that would be nice. Um, yep. Somewhere else. I mean, do you Eckler's 23? What's I was, gonna, I was just about to do that. Eckler for 23. We had him last week, I think, or the he week before. One catches. Of He's been but a little quiet recently, nothing explosive, but it's. I was about to say Miles Sanders, definitely not against Washington. Yeah, that's not, not what we're looking for. Um, I mean, oh, Wayne, Wayne Gallman Gall. versus Dallas for 19. Has he been starting still? Yep, he still has been. I know Alfred Morris has been getting a lot of carries, but he's not been doing as good, though. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm a Wayne guy this week. Kind of cheat. Uh, Devin Singletary. My aunt, Maybe we go Madison for 17. I feel like that's a good, cheap 
Yeah, I maybe that against Detroit. Okay, he's, he's back, back at practice. practice. I'm assuming that's a yes. Yeah, so let's throw him in there, and then they'll allow us to probably spend more for someone. So, um, I mean, we could go. Derrick Henry's so expensive for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could go Camara against Carolina. Yeah, they I'm could bet. They do need to clinch the one seed. They still are playing for something. So, I think that's um, a could be a good option. Yeah, let's put Camara in for now. Next. Okay. There are two running backs. Those listening to audio, Alexander Madison for $17, Alvin Kamara for $36. So we have an average salary of $21 per player uh, from this point on. But honestly, we're going to go cheap for some positions so we could uh, load up on others. But wide receiver now. Let's see. Anyone um, I mean, DK Metcalf for 29 is kind of interesting. I mean, Richard Sherman is back, but like, He's a, He's what did DK do last time against San Fran? See, yeah. 34. I think, you know what? <laughs> I think that will be uh, – Sherman slow. DK runs a 4-3-3. I think, uh, I think, we I think that's a pretty good matchup. Yeah. Um, so we probably want to look a little cheap. I mean, we could do like we said and go for – I mean, you know, I saw Allen Robinson. I don't know how much he is. Go how much he is, but they're playing for something this week. They got to make the playoffs. It's against Green Bay, though. I don't love that actually. Yeah, he did drop like four there, but yeah, I'm not good. sure how. You All right, let's look cheap, man. Cheaper. CD Lamb. CD like, Lamb. Yeah, yep. versus the Giants. I was about to say that too. Curtis Samuel, like we said, could be interesting. Yep. Um, Nineteen. That's really cheap. Yeah, I mean, if he gets running back snaps. He's gotten seven last week, too. So he's starting to get more now. Does it say rush yards or no? No. No. But, yeah, that definitely increased. That could I mean, be a good option for nine. It could be an interesting one, honestly. And I feel he always has a potential to have a good game, like the 18, 17, yeah. 20, 19. What do you do last time against the Saints out of curiosity? Dropped 14. 14. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, let's put him in, honestly. I mean, there's a chance he gets running back looks. Could be interesting. Then for our final receiver. um, Let's see. Got to remember. So, Pitna, you want to stay away from some of these teams who aren't starting their quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, no Chiefs this week. No Chiefs. Um, Amari Cooper. Amari. I mean, I guess we'll have Bradbury on him, but yeah, could be a good pick. Um, yeah, sixteen. Yeah, he had a good game versus them last. Well, he had a good I game was last thinking week. of picking Gallup last week, and then he had good. the he had uh he started coming alive with Dalton at the end of that game when Dak got hurt. So what did we place last week? We placed pretty high too, right? Yeah, thirty humans. Top five, at least. Well, we're close. We've been knocking on the door in these past few weeks. Yeah, we just needed group. Henry to get a few more points, but uh, yeah. seven more points, and we would have won that. Seven more yeah. points, I think that's what it was. But, yeah, I feel like some one of these Cowboys receivers do have the potential to do something. But I mean, the Cowboys are playing 100%. Like, they're trying they, – this is a must win. So, I kind of like the idea of looking at 
Um, mm -hmm. I mean, do we go Gallup since he's the cheapest? What is what do we think? Yeah. And then we could always come back, upgrade him if we uh, have some more money left. Yeah. Let's, so let's put Gallup in. Uh, let's just get defense probably out of the way, I'd say. Yep. Um, oh, wow. They're actually uh, – we're ranking up. I wanted to check that real quick. I'm like, <laughs> not a $10 anymore? Versus um, Indy. Oof, the $10 are rough. Texans versus – yep. Yeah, heck no. Bengals, yep. Yeah, definitely a no. So I think we got to stay away from these 10s. The Jags – Indianapolis playing for a playoff spot. Jets against New England isn't even like that. Oh, maybe we go Minnesota against Detroit. No Stafford. Yes, I like that. Yeah, well, I think Let's I like that, that one. For Eleven. Plug that in. Let's get a quarterback out of the way. Okay. This is the weird part. This is the weird spot. Um, I mean, did we go like Mitch for twenty-three? Mitch in a playoff meeting win game. Mitch? Oh, I don't know why I can see that. Dalton for 22 as well. Yeah, I think we got to get someone cheap here. Like, cheaper. Darnold for 20. Yeah, no one down there. I'd go either Dalton or Mitch, I think. Mitch is going against Green Bay. It's in Chicago. What did Mitch do last time against Green Bay? Green Bay. Did he play? 20. 20. Mitch has been playing nice on the low. 20 versus Green Bay. But is he going to get 46 attempts again? I mean, it's a must-win game for them. He, he honestly might get an extension if they win. You know what? Let's let's show our let's show our boy Mitch some love. <laughs> we gave Dalton the love last time. Let's switch it up. So we got forty nine bucks for both positions here. Oh, do we pro throw Kittle in for twenty five? Only twenty five, yeah. <laughs> for Kittle, heck, yeah. Okay, flex. so then we have twenty four for flex. That is really low. That's like you got your. That's Alan like a Robinson. DeAndre Swift or an Allen Robinson, though. All right, we got players. We got solid players here, honestly. Uh, yeah, I like it. Let's see. Who is the best option? Still have Eckler. Yeah. So after after those guys, it kind of gets thin. Yeah. So I think it's like an, the Ecklers. Gaskin, maybe. Keenan playing. To miss season finale. He's not expected to play. Mark Andrews. <laughs> I, I don't mean, think we pick Mark Andrews <laughs> here. I, I don't know. I think we go Swift, Robinson, maybe Zeke, or Eckler. Swift the past few weeks. He's lost two fumbles the past two weeks. That's not good. That's nothing. He's getting some points, though. He's getting some points. He is. He's been playing pretty well. Wait. We did choose the Vikings defense, though. Yeah, so that might not be. What did Robinson do versus Green Bay? He did that's... really good. He dropped you know, 23. That's, yeah. I mean, that's... do we stack Robinson and Mitch? If one of if Robinson has a good game, that means Mitch is having a good game. 
But if he has a bad game, then that means it's a hit or miss. Yeah. But I mean, is it Robinson's a- consistent? Robinson is really consistent. I'll yeah. Say. Like, look at those stats. Only one below 10, two, three, the, four, five, yeah. only five, <laughs> 16 games or 15 games. But so one out of every three games, he'll get below 10. That's it. He's pretty solid. Yeah. I kind of I I don't hate it. I mean, who else could we? I I just don't trust Zeke enough to go Zeke. Do we look at a cheaper option somewhere else? I mean, who's above that? I feel like I'm, I like we're not going to be able to get like a Derrick Henry, and I feel like like those guys to me are. I'd rather have the guys that we're looking at than these guys, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you have to gain like five dollars minimum to even get to like this elite level of player. And even then, I mean, I like what we're look the tier we're at right now. Agreed. So I'm thinking it's got it's definitely got to be between Swift and Robinson. Yeah, or I mean maybe Eckler, but I don't know. I I like Robinson honestly. I agree. I think I, I think that's the right move. Fighting for the playoffs. All right, so before we, uh, before we change it, let's read it off. Um, there we go. We got Mitch at quarterback, Madison and Kamara as our running backs, DK, Samuel, and Michael Gallup for receiver, George Kittle at tight end, Allen Robinson at flex, and Minnesota D uh, at the defense, obviously. Zero dollars remaining. That's a good lineup, I think. That is a – like a strong lineup. I really very, like that lineup. Very strong. Lineup. I think right, I can't. So, that, the yeah. top fives have to come to an end. It has to come to an end. And it's got to be. And you a said win. it is going on for the uh, the playoffs, right? Yep. I think it goes through the divisional round or conference championship. Okay. So that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting for sure. Fun. It will. All right. So we will get to. Talking about football itself and week 16, kind of a crazy week in the NFL. We saw a lot happen. Um, I mean, obviously, we already talked about a bunch of these games. Dolphins, Raiders, really, really good game there. Um, so Raiders. just, you know, a few ones to touch on. Dolphins, Raiders, Browns, Jets, we'll talk about. Colts, Steelers, we'll talk about. Eagles, Cowboys, we'll talk about and maybe Titans Packers. But I think the others are really the important ones. So we will start with Dolphins Raiders. Really good game. Saw some very questionable decisions from John Gruden, obviously having Josh Jacobs not score. Uh, That was bold. He slid at the one. And then obviously we saw what happened with Fitzmagic. So, Mac, I want to hear your uh, your thoughts on this one, uh, your thoughts on the Dolphins victory. And, uh, I mean, you probably don't have too, too much to say on the Raiders just because – um, they're not really relevant right now, but maybe their strategy. I don't know. So what were your thoughts on this game? I mean, once again, this Miami Dolphins team, they find a way. They find a way no matter what it is. They, they'll somehow hit on all cylinders of – or really any aspect of the team. And this – it really just came down to effort, good coaching, and not giving up at the end of the day. They were losing. We all know what happened. Got that late – that – uh Deep pass end of the drive and end of the game, end of the drive. Uh, ended up kicking a field goal, winning this game. 
great by the Miami Dolphins. And I think this is a team, as I've said before, I think they have a chance to make a run in the playoffs this year because of that. I, th- I mean, you have a team with effort. You're looking at the Cowboys right now. I mean, I, I hate bringing up my own t- team into this, but, I mean, you play with effort, and it kind of seems like it doesn't really matter what kind of roster you have or how you've been playing. You kind of turn things around. That's what you're seeing from this Miami Dolphins team. That's very young. You got probably the best defense player in the NFL right now in Xavier Howard. And they're just rocking. They're playing great. Good effort by the Dolphins. And that's going to carry them into uh, deep into the playoffs this year. Raiders, I mean, Gruden, 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 Gruden. I already know. I see your face and I know exactly what you're going to talk about. So I'm not going to touch upon that. I'm going to wait for you. But I think this, I'm not really sure. But either way, Raiders fans be happy. You're not making the playoffs. You're just getting a better pick. So, I mean, not much to say there. But Dolphins, good effort. That's what you want to see. You're going to get you're going to go far in the playoffs this year. So to be honest, I really watched this game. So I'm taking a peek at the, the defensive stats, and I see uh, Mr. Van Ginkle. Two sacks. He had two sacks. Two, two. two sacks. That's wild, bro. So Van Ginkle, did he win defensive player of the week in the AFC on the low? I got to check now. He could have been low-key. If he won that, bro, I'm going to be nice I don't think he. I don't think he did. No, it went to Mike Hilton. He had a good week. But, gee, so Ginkle, Ginkle played really well. The jersey hopefully will be on next week's episode. I will, hopefully will have it. I don't have it today. But next week's episode, hopefully, Mr. Van Ginkle. But good game from him. And the Dolphins, it's really interesting because you see here Tua threw for 94 yards. I mean, I just don't – I think the weapons is a, is a clear issue in Miami right now. And that's something probably – Maybe the top issue they're going to have to address is, is the wide receiver room there because uh, Devontae Parker's hurt right now. And outside of him, I mean, you really, really have, like, not much talent. I mean, look at some of these guys. I mean, the average per NFL fan will not know who most of these guys are. I mean, no. I think you'll know who Gasicki is, um, maybe yeah. Jakeem Grant, and Gaskin, you know, this year has played really well. But outside of that, I mean, these guys are all kind of nobodies on here. So they're using – uh, whoever they need to. Fitzmagic obviously just tested positive for COVID, actually. So it's going to be Tua Tagovailoa uh, for this week and then the playoffs Maybe next playoff, week. Man. So, yeah, so they're not going to be able to have, you know, as Brian Flores called it, the closer in Fitzmagic, which is really interesting. I, mean, I don't, I can't remember seeing that where you have, you know, your starter and then you got another guy on the bench who you kind of bring in in crunch time. It's kind of weird, but yeah. Tua, um, the only thing I'll that say is – too also that could be a thing in the playoffs if they uh make it past the wild card game if they don't have fits patrick i mean you do that in the playoffs i mean that's gonna keep teams guessing all game it's gonna help you win i mean even studying for the game for that opposing teams that is that's gonna be a lot of trouble for them yeah and the final thing i just want to say is uh on Tua, i'm gonna actually you know little a little debate here maybe this will go on ota clips and i think it will so my question for you, Mac, is Tua Tagovailoa showing signs of being a bust, or is it too early to tell? You know, I think it's too early to tell. I mean, it's so hard, especially you're talking about the weapons. You said with Devontae Parker before he's out, and you're looking at these guys, and you said not the average fan may not know him. So you're thinking of it like that, and all these other rookie quarterbacks, you're looking like, Justin Herbert, he had a Keenan Allen. He has Keenan Allen. You look at Joe Burrow before he was hurt. I mean, T. Higgins was starting to emerge. You always have A.J. Green. He may not be the best now, but he's still always there, a reliable target. 
Tua, however, he doesn't really have that. He really doesn't. I mean, Devontae Parker, he's not on the level of some of these other guys that these other quarterbacks have. Tua, I mean, he came in uh, earlier in the season. He played well, but his stats, they're kind of low. They're just kind of conservative. It kind of feels like how Dak Prescott was playing in 2016. It may not have been uh, the best, but he was putting up consistent numbers, good stats on paper, but uh, and he was there to win some games, and that's what you you want out of your quarterback. You want to win games, be conservative, just control the clock, and be safe with the ball, and that's exactly what Tua does, and that's why I think he's not going to be a bust. There's no way this kid's going to be a bust. It may not look like he's putting up the great numbers now or numbers comparable to Ryan Fitzpatrick, but he's showing signs of what you want an early quarterback to do. He's not turning the ball over. And so he's going to develop with that, not turning the ball over playing safe. His numbers are only going to get better. And he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league within a few years. It's just going to be a developmental process for Tua. And I think that that's all it's going to take learning from Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think that's going to be great. As you said, kind of bring him in as a closer. Tua's going to learn that. He's going to learn to be clutch. He's going to learn leadership, and he's going to be great. It's too early to tell right now, but I think all the signs are pointing in the right direction for Tua. I'm going to say that Tua Tagovailoa is showing signs of being a boss, but for where he was drafted. He was picked fifth overall. Um, with the fifth overall pick, second quarterback in the draft class, you have the expectations that you're going to be a superstar. You're going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the league and the expectations that you are going to perform. Let's look at Daniel Jones, for example. He's picked number six, I believe. He hasn't performed. He's turned the ball over a lot. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, have said, you know, they've been lenient on him, Giants fans, but everyone else has called him out and said, you know, it, it's a problem. And, you know, if he was picked a late first-round pick, people would be more um, allowing him to, you know, have that time to develop. But, in the case of Tua, you're the fifth overall pick. And to me right now, I'm just seeing signs of him being only a game manager. Um, I, I understand, you know, he doesn't have the weapons right quite yet. And he needs the weapons for me to truly say if he's, you know, a bust or not. And I don't think he's necessarily a bust. But for the fifth overall pick, when you could have had Justin Herbert right now, I'm saying that it just wasn't, that he's not living up to expectations, I think is how I would phrase it right now. Um, I don't think with the fifth overall pick, you want to draft a game manager. And that's what I'm seeing right now from Tua. He hasn't shown that he can be necessarily clutch. You know, we've seen him really struggle. They have to bring in Fitzpatrick. No other team is having to do that in the league. And, you know, you can say it's this innovative type thing, but you need your starting quarterback, your franchise quarterback to be clutch, to have that clutch gene in him. And right now I don't see that from Tua. Uh, you know, he's throwing for 94 yards and, and that's, you know, a common thing. He's not throwing for 300, 400 yards a game. And I'm not saying he has to, but they're winning games, obviously. But in the future, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, is Tua going to be able to be a really, really successful quarterback and considered, uh, you know, a top 10 quarterback? I don't know. But right now, for me, your pick's top five in the draft, your super high expectations, and you're kind of just game managing and, you know, kind of – just yeah the rest of the team's kind of doing the work I mean to me Tua has not done enough for me to say that he is not that he has has lived up to his expectations to me he's he's uh he's been disappointing uh for where he was picked he's still been great he's still done a good job winning games for the Dolphins but just because he was picked number five overall I've got to say that he's been a little little underwhelming 
I mean, yeah, of course he's been underwhelming, but just looking at the numbers, 90-40 yards, as you said, that's something you don't want to see. And then you look at Ron Fitzpatrick, 182. He came in late in that game. And, of course, he, there's no true way to tell unless you're part of the team or part of the coaching staff. Is this a part of the plan? Do they want Tua to play most of the game, then bring Ryan Fitzpatrick in, come in clutch, maybe just bring more attention to the team and just finish out some games, just be more exciting? And maybe that's for part of their game plan. But there's no true way to know that until Ryan Fitzpatrick is gone. And that's going to be something we're going to see in the next few years is once he's gone, is Tua going to be able to replenish and fill in for uh, – Ryan Fitzpatrick leadership and clutch factor. Tua doesn't have that yet. He's putting all the stats like conservative guys. You said a game manager, but that clutch factor, it, it isn't there yet. I feel he's going to develop that, of course, I think. But uh, you saw what he did, what he was doing at Alabama before the injury. Clutch, clutch, clutch. He was throwing the ball all over. He could spread the ball around, win games easily, uh, throwing the ball for a few hundred passing or 300 plus easily. But now he's not even throwing for 100. So, that kind of leaves me the question, is this more of a game plan type of thing? Because in college, that's kind of what we're looking like. This is this kid's going to be a strong passer. You're going to be putting up a lot of yards, and he's not, he hasn't been doing that. So that kind of leaves me to believe that this is more of a game plan thing. They're letting Ryan Fitzpatrick do that, while Tua just sits back, learns, watches, and develops from a quarterback who's been with it all. He's seen it all, and he's even starting to do it all. So, Tua, I think he's going to develop. He's not there yet, and as you said, right now he isn't living up to that fifth overall pick. But I think you're looking down the line to the future when he gets a few more weapons, learns a little bit more. I think he has a potential to be a really, really, really good quarterback in this league. He's not there yet, but I do think he does have the potential to get there one day. Well, we will see what happens with Tua and the Dolphins, obviously. Uh, not clinched yet, but it's looking good. They put the Buffalo Bills this weekend. Looking good. Moving on to a very interesting game, the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets. Obviously, the Browns were without um, really all of their, their top four receivers. Um, so really tough game for them. They couldn't get the running game going. Baker Mayfield fumbled a few times. It's kind of a mess for the Browns. And the Jets, uh, on the flip side, you know, Darnold looked good. Jameson Crowder really good game from him. He's been kind of week to week. Frank Gore, what might've been his last game uh, played all right. So Mac, I'm going to start with this. I, you know, we really don't have to cover the contents yet on this one, but how worried are you about the Cleveland Browns and their chances to make the playoffs? You know, really, I'm not that worried about it there. You've seen the season. They've been a consistent team and, uh, They've really won through the run game. Of course, that was diminished this week, but that's obvious. You have four receivers out, two starters. I mean, you're really deplenished at the receiver position. So, of course, any team, I think no matter who it is or anything like that, no matter how good they are, if you're game planning for some, the one thing that they're going to be trying to do this entire game, and that's run the ball, and you're able to stop it, I mean – it's I, I don't think this is a problem for the Browns. I think as long you had four receivers out, your tight ends, you knew that's that was gonna be a excuse me, they're gonna get involved a lot. But um in order to get tight ends involved, it's a lot of play action, a lot of bootleg stuff, and you gotta get the run game going to do that. So teams gonna scheme for, and plan for the run game and you stop and I think any team would have stopped that with four receivers out. So uh, I'm not worried about this. I think they'll make the playoffs, and I think they may do some damage in the playoffs, maybe make it to the divisional rounds. We'll see about that. But I'm not too worried about the Browns. But 
those poor Jets and you as a Jets fan. I mean, there goes your number one pick officially. I mean, now Justin Fields, as we said, past episode, he's not looking like he he's really deserving of that number two pick right now. He's obviously going to be looking to uh, rejuvenate himself back into that number two spot. But, um, well, during the playoffs, we're going to see how that goes on your New Year's days, everyone. Hopefully you enjoy it. But Jets, uh, it does sting for you. But Sam Donald, he is looking a little bit better as time goes on. I think once he gets his weapons, as I said, a weapons offensive line, he's going to be good. I don't know if he's going to be a quarterback that will take him to a Super Bowl good, but he's going to be a quarterback that could bring him to the playoffs and could fit in with the team as a complimentary guy. And then down the line after they build the team around Sam Donald, I think they could look for maybe a quarterback that could uh, put them over the edge to make a Super Bowl run. But for the Browns, not worried. I think they're going to be good and they're going to end up making the playoffs. That was just a uh, lack of receivers. You knew what they're going to game plan against. So not too worried about that. You know, as, as a, as a Jets fan, and then as it, someone who, you know, wants to see the Browns do well now, this was probably the worst possible <laughs> outcome I could have imagined. Um, the Jets lose the number one overall pick. Um, they lose the rights to Trevor Lawrence. Uh, they've now won two in a row and all for nothing, basically. Um, they're going to end up with a second pick. God knows what they're going to do. Are they going to draft Zach Wilson? Are they going to draft Justin Fields? Are they going to draft, you know, the, the tackle of Oregon, Pinai, Sewell? I know that's probably not how you pronounce it, but God knows what this team's going to do. Uh, I want them to trade the pick. I don't think there's a there's the correct selection for them to make. Keep Darnold, stay in the top six or seven and just let someone who needs a QB trade up. But, God, this is a very bad game for the Browns. Um, you know, you got to get the run game going, and they're, they're just missing a lot of guys right now. Um, the offensive line's depleted. Wyatt Teller and Jedrick Wills were not available for this game. They were both out, and that's huge. I mean, those two guys are, are two of the, the main features there, uh, and they're, they're O-lines weak. They had Chris Hubbard uh, already injured, uh, so he wasn't going to play. I mean, they, the offensive line – uh, you know, I believe Wyatt Teller is going to return this week. I don't know about Jedrick Wills, but they need those guys. Uh, they've had COVID issues this week still. I mean, BJ Goodson, Harrison Bryant, two guys that are going to be out this week. So, Browns are I'm a little worried. I'm not going to lie because who knows what's going to happen with the COVID stuff. Um, you never want to have an outbreak with their team. Obviously, who knows if they'll even play. I, I mean, it's looking like they will, but, I mean, if they start getting some key guys out, they could really, really be in trouble. So, Good thing that Ben Roethlisberger is not playing, and it's Mason Rudolph. That'll be a really interesting storyline. Oh, we'll get boy. to that in a bit. But um, goodness gracious, they they love making it difficult. I mean, if they miss the playoffs because of COVID stuff, I mean, you got to feel bad for that Cleveland fan base, man. That's all I got to say on that. But um, on the other side, the Steelers bounced back this week, and now the Colts are uh, are outside of the playoffs. If they lose to Jacksonville, they are eliminated in the playoffs that'd be pretty interesting but the Corvette Corvette they hit it in the locker room they're AFC champs Big Ben big bounce back week 34 for 49 341 yards and three touchdowns James Conner just you know whatever he's been mediocre Penny Snell six carries zero yards but big week from Juju big week from Deontay Johnson Chase Claypool did solid Ebron five catches 40 yards and then touchdown Mac what were your thoughts on this game uh, and does it restore any confidence for you in the Pittsburgh Steelers? You know, I'm going to start off. It does not restore confidence for me. You're going against a team I know you and I both haven't liked in 
an inconsistent team to us. I know they've picked things up the past few weeks, but for most of the season, inconsistent. And this is another game where I think they should have won, um, but they ended up losing. The Steelers took it over after losing three straight to all mediocre teams. And uh, they come here and they win. Of course, Big Ben put on a show, played great. 49 attempts, 34 completions, uh, 341 yards, three touchdowns. Great showing by him, but this is not something that's going to continue in the playoffs. You got Juju Smith-Schuster corvetting his way uh, to the end zone one time, but that's not going to happen. You're not going to have him, <laughs> Johnson, Eric Eber on all scoring touchdowns. I mean, this is an offense where it's one guy goes off, and that's normally it. In this game, it kind of seemed like multiple guys found their way, and that's just not how the Steelers have been playing. This seems to be just like a one – one-time thing, and they're not going to make it far in the playoffs. I'm not believing in them at all. You said James Conner, 5 for 21, not that good. And then Benny Snell, even better, 6 for nothing. <laughs> but this team, they're going to struggle a lot, especially when you're in the playoffs for teams that could stop the run. You're already getting shut out, so that's going to become non-existent. And they're going to be going against teams that could – even take away that one player in the receiving game from going off. I think the Steelers are going to struggle a lot. But for the Colts, um, they needed to win that game. Now it's looking like they may not even have a shot to be in the playoffs uh, after losing this game. It could be Phillip Rivers' last game in the NFL. It's crazy to hear that. Man's been doing it for a while. I think he deserves that playoff shot. But um, Phillip Rivers, he played all right. He has to pick things up, especially this last week, trying to get in the playoffs. Jonathan Taylor uh, starting to come back a little bit, two touchdowns this game. But overall, I'm not too worried about the, the Colts. I think they'll make the playoffs. They'll find a way to get in. But the Steelers, I do think even after this win, you have a lot to worry about. You're not going to have wide receivers going off like that in the playoffs, and they're going to have a lot. They're going to have a lot of struggles, excuse me. I think this game was more the Colts being frauds than the Steelers um, showing restoring confidence, I should say. Um, you look at the first half, Colts obviously outscored the Steelers 21-7. to They looked really good. Second half, they scored three points. Um, I think the Colts are just not a very good football team. I've said that all year. We've said that all year. And I think they kind of got exposed in the second half. The offense hit a standstill. Uh, Phillip Rivers, you know, played all right, but in the second half didn't look good at all by any means. The receivers there are just not, you know, there's nothing special. I mean, you got Zach Pascal, T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman. T.Y. Hilton's past his prime. Zach Pascal, you know, you know, is a solid guy. Pittman, you know, average rookie receiver, I would say. It's just, to me, this offense outside of potentially Jonathan Taylor, I think he could be something special, but there's nothing special on this offense, and I think that teams are, are honestly can stop this offense. It's nothing special, and and the defense, on the other hand, has been what's carried this team so far. Um, and I just – I don't even understand how because, to me, it, I mean, it, 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 the big names aren't necessarily there. I mean, they have the Darius Leonards, the DeForest Buckners. But the defense, you know, they got cooked in the second half, to put it nicely. And they gave up three touchdowns. Big Ben started getting in there. He started throwing for a lot of yards. And you can't let that happen. You can't let Big Ben start chucking the ball down the field and getting confident and doing that kind of thing. So, to me, this was – you know, I'm not necessarily confident in the Steelers because you look at uh, the first half for them and they they look like the same team with no motivation. But maybe this game restores some confidence in them, gives them some motivation. But for the Colts, I mean, this is not the way you want to come out of a game when you need you're in a must win situation. Jacksonville now is going to play their hearts out. I mean, that team clinched the one spot. They have no reason to not go in and, and try and ruin the Colts. So. I'm really interested to see this Colts team. I feel like the Colts could be in a position where they really could struggle, and I think it's going to depend on uh, 
depend on Mr. Philip Rivers, and he's going to have to show up in order for this team to be in the playoffs. Yep, Philip Rivers is going to have to do all it takes to make the playoffs, especially versus that Jaguars team. I honestly forgot about that. That uh, they did clinch that number one spot I said earlier, but I forgot. Even if they win, that doesn't matter. So they're playing their hard shot. They're going to have fun. Go let those players have fun. Enjoy your last game of the season. That's actually going to be a very tough one for the Colts. I mean, maybe we'll even pick against them. Maybe. We'll have to see. We will see indeed. And the last game we'll touch on from week 16 is going to be your Dallas Cowboys. They took the Eagles for a quick routing. I mean, first quarter, I was a little worried after that yep. Jackson bomb of a touchdown that Jalen Hurts threw. But after that touchdown, the Dallas Cowboys outscored the Eagles. It looks like 34 to three. That is uh, ugly to say the least. Mac, I mean, the scenarios, you've seen it all over. Cowboys must win out. Football team must lose out. Giants must lose two of three. We've now seen football team lose two. The Giants lose two, and the Cowboys win two. So going in the final week, the Cowboys might be in the playoffs. Mac, I'm going to obviously flip this one to you. What are your thoughts on the current state of the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, this team, I saw this on ESPN earlier. They're not rejuvenated. They're just juvenated. They weren't juvenated earlier, so they're just juvenated now. This is the first time in the whole season. So the Dallas Cowboys looking a lot better. This is a performance you're not going to see again. I mean, Andy Dahl for 377, Zeke was 105. I mean, what the heck is going on here? Like, Andy Dahl doesn't even get over 250. Zeke doesn't even get over 50. So, I mean, this is, was a great, great showing by the Dallas Cowboys in a key game this is normally the time where the Dallas Cowboys they normally crumble fall apart give us fans no hope for the future but somehow Mike McCarthy he figured out what to do after that first quarter I mean I was over you know pooping myself to say the least I was nervous I was scared I wanted to win this game Jalen Hurts was running that ball pretty dang well and he was passing the ball pretty dang well but the Cowboys what you've seen the past few weeks they fight back with their hearts out. And even after the game's over, you're seeing what they're saying. They're just playing with their energy. They're having fun. They're enjoying themselves. And that's what I like about this team and what I like about the Miami Dolphins. Right now, they're both playing with their hearts out. They're enjoying themselves and they're having fun. And that's what some of these teams need. And that's how some teams make it really far in the playoffs. I'm not saying the Cowboys are going to do that, but I'm saying that's the energy you'd like to see. Overall, this is a great game. Andy Dahm came out fired up. Michael Gallup got involved right away. Amari Cooper came along and CD came along as well. But CD, not only in the pass game, in the run game, you saw I got that nice rushing touchdown as well. The defense, they came out, they played for some turnovers, something they were lacking all season, but they lead the league with, I believe it is 10 over the past three weeks right now. And I think they were 31st or last before that point. So Cowboys changing things up. Eagles, out of the playoffs, not much to say about them, but we're praying that they do win versus the football team this Sunday night. The Dallas Cowboys have been a, a very interesting team these past few weeks. The offense has is, is, is gotten it going. Uh, they're using every weapon they have, and I think that's the key. Uh, before, when they were struggling, you know, honestly, they were kind of just looking at Amari Cooper. I felt like CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup were kind of non-factors. And once you started using them, it's like, oh, wow, the, the, the best players on the offense doing well. Who, who knew that would translate? But like we've said, Michael Gallup, huge game, six catches, 121 yards, two touchdowns. 
CeeDee Lamb, three catches, 65 yards, a touchdown. Like Max said, he had the rushing touchdown. And then Amari, four catches, 121 yards as well. I mean, that's all you need right there from those three guys. Just spread the ball to those guys. Zeke got his running running game going. If you can get that going with Tony Pollard, I mean, he had a slow game. But if you can get those two going with the receiving game, this offense is, is almost unstoppable, I, I could say. Uh, obviously, it's not Dak or – you know, the, the stud O-line, the Cowboys have one injured reserve right now. But, you know, there's some solid players. And I don't I, – I, Mac knows the, the O-line situation better than I do. But um, it's banged up still. And uh, yep. we'll see what happens there. But, you know, special teams, they're, they're oh. doing good. Also, just to uh, quickly mention, the Cowboys also, in case they make the playoffs, they uh... – Zach Martin has a chance to return. Not this week, but in two or three weeks, there is a chance the Cowboys do some of the playoffs. They could get that key part of their offensive line back. Just want to quickly say that, and I'll, I'll give it back to you. Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. If they get Zach Martin back, you know, who knows what this team is capable of. I'm not saying they're going to go in the playoffs and, and win here. I, I, I consider that highly yeah. unlikely, but – I mean, Dallas this week against the Giants is going to be a hell of a game. And then obviously Sunday night is going to be fascinating to see the football team uh, go against the Philadelphia Eagles. And both those those teams uh, or the Dallas Cowboys don't have the tiebreaker. So um, but the New York Giants do. So I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but (laughs) I'm not sure what I was going for there. But everyone knows the situation. Whoever wins. Dallas Giants, if the football team loses, they will be the division champs. So we will see what happens there. But that will take us to our Week 17 predictions. Honestly, uh, a lot of these games are kind of meaningless. So unless they really have playoff implications, I don't think we're going to touch on them too, too much. But we will start at Ford Field in Detroit, uh, Minnesota, Detroit. Uh, My dog is barking, so I apologize if you can hear her. But I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings here. Uh, obviously, uh, prayers and condolences to Dalvin Cook, who just lost uh, his father. Uh, hope everything, uh, not good words there, but hope, uh, you know, he, his dad is in our thoughts and prayers. But for me, the no, the Lions, no Stafford. Uh, this game's meaningless, but I feel like the Vikings will, will just be able to be uh, triumphant over the Lions. Kind of both teams probably want to lose here for, for draft pick status, but. Uh, I'm going to go Vikings just because I think they're the more talented team. If I agree with you there, I got to say it too. Specs, uh, prayers for Don Cook and his family, for their father died at a very young age. I believe it was 45 or 46. So very, very, very young. And uh, he, he will be missing the final game of the season for that. So prayers for him and his family. But I'm going to have to take the Minnesota Vikings here as well with you. Vikings are just overall right now better team. I mean, you got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. I mean, Alexander Madison's been playing this week. He's a great backup running back. So uh, this Vikings team, they've improved a lot late in the season. The the Lions are going to have to play keep up with them, I think, in this offense. But Vikings, I think, are going to win this one fairly easily. Yeah, I agree with you there. Falcons, Bucks, Bucks obviously clinched the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. I think they, their seating isn't locked in, so they're playing for something. Uh, yeah. I'm going to start with you here. What do you think uh, about your favorite NFL team, Tampa Bay Bucks, in their finale here? You know what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, 
This is a team the Cowboys might have to play have to make the playoffs. Any NFC East team right now is looking like they're playing them unless they lose this game. And actually, I wasn't even thinking about this before. I wasn't like, oh, I hate the Buccaneers, but this is just a genuine thought. I think that this is an upset. I think this is an upset. Throw away, put my uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers hate to the side. I think this is actually has really good potential to be an upset. The Falcons, I mean, you never want someone in your division to make the playoffs. So no matter who it is, the Falcons are playing. No matter for the pick or what it is, they don't they don't care about that. That's all to the side. They're trying to hurt their uh, their division rival and their seeding in the playoffs. So they're going to be playing their hearts out. Calvin, Calvin Ridley has been playing great still, as always. He's been playing great this year. So they're going to look to get him involved. I think the receivers are going to have to do it for the Falcons to win this game. And I think, I mean, A.G. Terrell, if you could stop one of those receivers, receivers for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that that's a huge huge help uh to um stopping the Buccaneers and I think that AJ Terrell is gonna have a big big game the rookie uh this is what you want in clutch moments this is when they want to show up you want to see your rookie show up and show their potential but Falcons overall I think they're gonna find a way to shut down Tom Brady or slow him down at least Falcons their pass game is gonna be on point so you know what give me the Atlanta Falcons for this one yeah, I'm going to completely disagree. Um, hey. Tampa Bay is going to win this one pretty easily. Uh, you know, going back to the, the Buccaneers-Falcons game two weeks ago now, Falcons came out strong. It looked like they were going to win the game, but then something clicked for Tampa Bay. The offense uh, kind of went berserk. Now when you fast forward another week, you're going to Detroit. The offense goes crazy in the first half. Tom Brady throws, for, I believe, like 348 yards or something in the first half. Bunch of touchdowns. He's using all his weapons. He's using Mike Evans had a huge game. Chris Godwin's getting a touchdowns. Antonio Brown's playing good now. Rob Gronkowski's getting touchdowns. To me, this offense has finally hit its stride. It's finally reached that level just in time of that place where it looks like it is going to be extremely hard to stop this team. So I'm going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. They're at home. I think the Falcons had their upset chance at home that one game when they were leading big, but the Bucs, they look like they figured it out, and I'm sure they'll be able to continue that success this week in uh, Tampa Bay, as some people like to call it. But I'm gonna go a little. So bit you can't here. just agree with me and hate the Buccaneers for one week. I'm you, not. You, you know, I'm not gonna go against. I kind of, <laughs> dude. I I like the Bucs low key. I mean, I hate Brady, but like, it, it's something about the team. I just, I, I, I like, I like the style. You know, I, they're kind of underdogs. Uh, you don't have to enjoy that side. I'll, I'll be over here enjoying it when uh, they lose. I'll be all over right. here. Jets, Patriots. I'm you know, in all honesty here. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna take the New York Jets here. Um, they're playing good. Yeah, football, boy. I hate to say it. Um, the last two weeks they've shown up and they've won good games. The defense has gone going. It looks like the defense has finally hit its stride. Um, they're they're getting pressure. They're stopping the run game. And as long as they stop the run game against New England here, they're gonna be in a in a great position. That's really all this offense is. It's kind of one dimensional with the run. Obviously, Cam Newton. And then all the running backs uh, are involved. But in terms of the passing game, it's, it's nothing special. So for me, the New York Jets, if they can continue what they did last week, I feel like Belichick probably wants to lose to get a better draft pick at this point due to the, the uh, kind of disaster that the Patriots have been this year. But yeah, I'm going to go Jets here. Honestly, their seating's locked in. So uh, it doesn't affect this. They're the number two pick regardless. So give me the Jets, y'all. A nice week to cheer for them, I guess. Yep, let's uh, get them to the third straight. I'm agreeing with you on the Jets. I mean, I don't like what the Patriots have been doing. Of course, Belichick, you know him. 
he's trying to find his quarterback in the future, which I think is necessary. So the better pick only helps him. So I think he may be somewhere in his heart hoping that they lose this game. So Jets, as you said, locked in that number two spot. They've been playing really well the past few weeks. So I'm going to take the Jets here and agree with you on that one. Yeah, Jets have definitely uh, stepped it up recently, unfortunately. But at this point, the seating is going to the match. Dolphins, Bills. This is a fantastic game here. Two playoff teams likely here, but the Dolphins do still have to win uh, to, to be in the playoffs. So I'm going to go here. I'm going to say I'm going to say that the Buffalo Bills win this one in all honesty. I think the Bills are the better team. They're still fighting, I believe, for the two seed to lock that puppy up. So in Buffalo, uh, they can have home playoff fans now, which is cool. 6,700 people. Governor yep. Cuomo approved that. So that'll be pretty cool. There will be fans in New York for football this year, which is pretty cool. But Buffalo Bills, to me, are just the better team. Uh, they beat the Dolphins earlier this year. Obviously, the Dolphins are a pretty different team now. But I'm going to take Buffalo here. Uh, and the Dolphins are going to have to pray for a Browns loss, a, a Colts loss, something like that. But I'm going to go Bills here. Yep, I agree with you there. Give me the Buffalo Bills. You can't stop Josh Allen. You can't stop Stephon Diggs. That's all you need right there. The Bills are great. Stefan Diggs, though, he may have some trouble going against one of the best defensive players in the game in Xavier Howard, like I said before. But Dolphins are going to put up a good fight. It's going to be a very good game. And, I mean, is this another game where you see Fitzpatrick coming at the end of the game trying to make a clutch comeback? Uh, I don't think so because he is COVID. Oh, oh my God. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm not sure he will be stepping I don't know. I forgot else. about that. But, uh, yeah, so um, either way, we're going to see some Tua jeans maybe come in. Uh, I can't believe I messed that up and forgot about that. You know, we just spent so long talking about that. But, yeah, Buffalo Bills, either way, I think they're still going to win this game. Stephon Diggs is going to have trouble. Offensively, they're going to do their thing. Dolphins going to do their thing, keep it close. Dolphins are just going to use their effort, having fun to keep this game close, as I always like to say. Bills, a better team, better defense, better offense. Give me the Bills. Hopefully the Dolphins get in. It'd be a shame if they didn't. And I just have my Van Ginkle jersey. That uh, <laughs> that'd be a that'd be nice. Save for next year. Yeah, this <laughs> game is is the one that I'm most interested in. Steelers Browns. Jarvis Landry off the the COVID IR reserve list. That's huge for the Browns here. I'm gonna go first. I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns. From what I've heard from the coaching staff. Baker Mayfield is locked in. He's, I think, you know, he's really, really angry, really pissed about last week, his performance. And I don't think he's going to be able to tolerate losing uh, and missing the playoffs this year. The team has been so good. They've played so well. They've exceeded everyone's expectations. This team is deserving of a playoff spot. And I think they're going to get one. I think they're going to beat the Steelers. Mason Rudolph starting here. So uh, if the Steelers have to look on the ground game, that can be a problem. James Conner, nothing special, but. Uh, I think that offense is going to be a little lackluster for Pittsburgh. The defense, the Browns, I feel like the offense is completely different than when they played Pittsburgh the first time. Obviously, Odell Beckham was still healthy then, I believe. And we've seen that offense since then. It's really taken off. So I'm going to go the Cleveland Browns here against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep, I'm going to take the Browns as a Steelers hater as well. I got to say that. So Browns winning this one, Steelers, no Big Ben. I mean, not like he would do anything or that much anyway this game, <laughs> but the run game non-existent. Pass game this week's definitely going to be non-existent. It's just going to be the Steelers trying to beat the entire – I mean, the Steelers defense trying to beat the entire Cleveland, Cleveland Browns team. I mean, that's what 
if the Steelers want to win, that's what they're going to have to do. It's just going to be their defense. And I don't think they're even, they're going to be able to stop the Browns off. And the run game is going to be rejuvenated. You said Jarvis Landry is back. And I think that's a key part of why they lost last week. Didn't have a star receiver, didn't have any receiver. And uh, this week they're going to be having some of those guys back. So that's going to help a lot. Browns should easily be able to win this one, even, even by a 10 point margin to say the least. Yeah, it seems like the Browns should be able to win this one with the starters out for the Steelers. So we'll see what happens there. Now this game, I'm going to just turn this one straight to you, Mac. Why don't you kick us off with this? Dallas Cowboys at the New York football Giants. Game on the line. Each team trying to make the playoffs and win the NFC least. Dallas Cowboys coming in here red hot with Andy Dalton's red hair, and they're going to come in here trying to rifle their way to a victory. Ezekiel Elliott is going to get shut out like he has most of the season, but <laughs> you saw what those boys on the outside did last week. Amar, CD, Gallup, all went off, and they're going to do that once again, but that's not going to be the reason they win this game. You know, the Giants have Danny Dimes at quarterback, and you know what that means. Fumble, fumble, fumble. <laughs> And the Cowboys, they've been forcing a lot of fumble, fumble, fumbles past few weeks. So, Cowboys, they're going to force a few fumbles on Daniel Jones, take that ball up, score a lot of points. And we could see something similar last week, a similar score. Maybe like 34-17, 34-14 kind of game. That's what I'm thinking. Give me the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to go Cowboys here too, honestly. The Giants have been playing atrocious these past few weeks. Their offense is dead. Their defense is meh. Uh, the team is just, you know, it's a joke. The G-men right now, to be honest. I mean, it's kind of crazy that, you know, there's so good six, for so little time. But... Six and ten team could be in the playoffs. That is crazy to me that if the G-men make the playoffs, it's going to be a six and ten team. Um, but I just think the Dallas Cowboys here are the better team. Um, they're red hot. The G-men are, are dead right now. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if the G-Men loses by a lot, a lot of points. Obviously, Dallas won the first game. It was close, but we'll see what happens. The Dallas Cowboys look a lot better than they did, weirdly enough, that week uh, where Dak Prescott got injured. Uh, it's weird. They, they look better, probably because the defense is playing better. The defense was in shambles that week, but the defense has stepped it up to stay the least. So I think they'll be less challenged this week uh, with Danny Dimes than they were with Jim Hurts. So I think that'll translate to another victory. And uh, I know what Max thinking, but who knows what I will pick. Stay tuned. The football team and the Eagles, last game we'll be predicting. Ravens-Bengals, uh, the Ravens will be clinching a playoff spot for me. This team at one point looked like they would miss the playoffs. They've really stepped it up, and they, uh, they will be in the playoffs for me, 10-5, and five, or they will get to 11-5. and five. And we'll see what happens. Can Lamar win in the playoffs? It'll be interesting to see, but give me the Ravens here. Yeah, give me the Ravens as well. I don't know why I'm feeling like the Bengals may put up a little bit of a fight here. I, I was, I, as I said that, I was like, maybe this team goes wild. I don't know. I know. I, I don't know why. Ravens. I just have like that weird feeling in me that this game could be a lot closer than uh, people think. But the Ravens, better team right now. They've been red hot past few weeks. Lamar kind of looking, starting to look like him, uh, his 2019 self in MVP form. But uh, the Ravens a lot better overall right now, just improving on defense and offense. The run game is really, really going well for them. J.K. Dobbins, our Ohio State boy, has been playing great. I mean, what has it been, five straight games with a touchdown, a rushing touchdown or something like that? Uh, yeah, but, yeah, either way, 
He's been playing great. The Ravens have been playing great. But the Bengals, as I said, I think they're going to put up a little bit of a fight. Brandon Allen, we're going to see what he can do. Maybe he can uh, make sure those Ravens don't get in the playoffs. But we'll have to see how that goes and turns out. Yeah, it should be interesting. Maybe the Bengals can upset, but uh, I'm not going to lean towards what that. What a week would that there. be? What a week. It would be. Jaguars, Colts. This is a weird one for me. I know. Uh, week one, the Jags actually beat the Colts by, uh, what was the score? Let's see. 27 to 20. Oh, boy. This, you know, it's, it's weird. Part of me here says that this could be a Jaguars win, but with no James Robinson, I have to take the Colts here. I don't think the Colts are going to lose this game when they have to win if they're going to get in the playoffs, if they lose uh, the Dolphins, Ravens, and Browns all clinch. To me, the Colts will come out here, win a game, maybe make the playoffs. I guess that would shove the Dolphins out, and the Dolphins would miss by that scenario here uh, for me. So I'm going to go Colts get a W, and the Jags – going to not be able to uh, win this one. I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, Colts win here. So, this isn't going to make any sense, but uh, I'm going to go Jaguars, but the Colts are probably going to really, or probably going to win this one. I, You know, let's have fun last week of the regular season. And, but the main thing I want to point out is, so uh, you're looking at the um, the Colts and Phillip Rivers. Why would you come out and say that this could be your potential your last game like you're not confident you're gonna beat the jacks you're not confident <laughs> you're gonna beat the jacks come on now you should be saying that you're not you're, you're probably beating the jacks but for that reason because he said that i have to beat the jacks i have to choose the jacks are gonna ruin the the colts and the playoff shots let's have some fun here give me the jaguars and mike lennon mike lennon can't forget you know what oh yeah if the jaguars win i'm getting the mike lennon jersey okay back on the line again that should be Interesting. But, yeah, I mean, if, if the Dolphins miss the playoffs, man, I'm screwed. So, Miami, you got to make the playoffs. I got to be able to wear that Van Eagle jersey. But God help me if they miss. Titans-Texans, irrelevant game. But I'm going to take the Titans. Oh, no, it's actually not irrelevant. Uh, if the Titans lose and the Colts and Browns both yeah, win, yeah, yeah. I believe the Titans miss the playoffs. So, a lot has to happen. But I'm going to say the Titans win anyway. To me, the Texans are all over the place. you got J.J. Watt saying basically that the team has no heart. They don't give a, give a damn. Uh, and that's a problem when probably your, your biggest leader, maybe Deshaun, but J.J.'s been there so long. I think J.J. would take the cake from me. You know, he wants out, clearly. Uh, I, I hope he gets a chance to leave this offseason. It just doesn't seem like, uh, you know, the fit's there anymore. Tennessee, uh, they got an ass whooped. Uh, they got their asses whooped on Sunday night football, uh, to say the least. But that'll change. They'll bounce back this week. It seems like, you know, they're kind of a fraudulent team, to be honest. I feel like people who say this team's like top six, top five in the league, it's just – that's not incorrect to me. I feel like this team very well could be on their way to a first-round exit here. So, uh, give me the Tennessee Titans, but uh, not confident going in the playoffs uh, about them for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I love my tennis, these Tennessee Titans, Derek Henry. You know, I've always been high on them. And I think they're going to pull out the win here versus the Texans. I mean, you spoke about the J.J. Watt thing, and that's the opposite of the things I've liked. What I've said about the Cowboys and Dolphins is they're playing with their heart. They're having fun. And J.J. Watt, he came out and said, they're not having fun. They're not playing with their heart. And that's what 
and that's what he didn't like. So this is the exact opposite of what I look for in a team that is good. So, I mean, they're out of the obviously, so it doesn't matter. But just to put that into perspective of what kind of team they are right now and the direction they're headed in the future, it's not looking good. Tennessee 10s are going to win this one. Derrick Henry uh, trying to get – what is that like? Two hundred thirty something rushing yards to get uh, to the uh, two thousand. It's gonna be hard. Unlikely, yeah. but I thought he's still he's still gonna be trying to make that happen. But it's Derrick Henry, so you never know. As you said, Titans. You you think they could even be a first round exit? This is a team. I think I've lo- well, I've loved them for most of the season. I think they're gonna be boomer bust. They're either going to the Super Bowl or they're leaving right away. And we're gonna have to see what happens. Right now, it's looking like they're gonna be leaving right away. Sadly, but that's the type of team they are. You're not really sure about them, but. They're going to get a win here and are going to be playing in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Texans, you know, if they finish 4-12, and they're not going to have that first-round pick. So, the Miami Dolphins on the, the top Dolphins, five right. pick. It's, it's crazy, crazy to think. And then you're going to oh. be able to get 2 0 potentially at that spot, too. Maybe Jamar Chase, dude. Jamar Chase. Smith, either of those guys. Lanta Smith, any of those guys help out. Um, Cardinals Rams is another really good game. Um, yeah, this one's really good. You got a John Wolford making the start for the Rams. <laughs> Kyler's playing. I mean, this is going to be a wild game. I can already tell this is going to be crazy. Mac, what do you think is going to happen with this one? I believe it's a win in your in situation for both these teams here. I believe that's the case here. So, um, yeah. w- what are you thinking here? This is a very interesting game. You're looking at a game where just the other day, both quarter, both teams, uh, they were expecting to not have their quarterbacks. And this was going to be like these two teams were really fun for, for a playoff spot with backups. I mean, but right now it's looking like the Rams, they're going to be the ones fighting with a backup. In. And, you know, this team, they have their receivers, and that's kind of what they've been doing on offense. When they've been su- successful, That's those are games where Jared Goff threw for 350-plus and I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do that. They're 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 going to really struggle. And it's going to be a game where I think you have to rely on your veterans. You're going to have to rely on your two best players, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. They're going to have to make plays. Jalen Ramsey has has to has to has to stop DeAndre Hopkins. He cannot get going this game if you want to win. The Rams, Aaron Donald, he has to get pressure on Kyler Murray, make him uncomfortable in the pocket, make him to get outside. I know that's where he is good, but you have to get in his face, and a few of those um, pressures are going to turn into sacks, and that's going to diminish the confidence of Kyler Murray. Rams are going to struggle. I'm going to give this one to the Cardinals, but that is what they have to do if they want to win. The Cardinals, they're going to be making the playoffs. Good for them. Rome, I know you're happy, even though you converted from a Cowboys fan to a Cardinals fan midseason. You're lucky. <laughs> but you're going to be in the playoffs. Enjoy it. Yeah, both these teams are first-round exits with ease to me. Um, not going to matter who they play. Rams, I mean, they look good. And then that Jets game hit, and it's been downhill yep. from there. John Walford's confident. I'm not too confident. I believe Cooper Cup is also on the COVID list still. Michael Brockers on the COVID list. I mean, that's just too – it's adding up to be uh, too much for them to handle. So, I'm going to go Cardinals here. Yeah, I, I'm cheering for the Rams, to be honest. I'm not a huge Cardinals guy. And I'd love to see John Walford get the W. But uh, – I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cardinals here. I just feel like, um, you know, they're a fraudulent team. They'll be a first round exit. But uh, I just am worried with the Rams' issues and their lack of, uh, you know, they don't have Jared Goff. I don't think they have Cooper Cup. Michael Brocker's not gonna be there. I mean, it's just like it's just too much for them to recover from. So give me the Cardinals here, but 
Um, you know, I believe the Ram did the Rams I believe they oh, beat yeah, the Bears. So they beat the Bears. So if the Bears lose, the Rams are in no matter what. So also the uh, for the seeding, this was the the game where what we were talking about with the Bucks and their seeding. If the Bucks lose and the Rams win, then that flips. So whoever wins the NFC East would be playing the Rams if that does work out. But I mean, the Cowboys yeah. can legit beat the Rams. See, that's kinda, I think that's a did possible. they beat the Rams? No, they lost the Rams. Lost, lost the Rams. That was the close, the close game. That was won. a different team. I mean, look at this: Dak, Amari, Ten Gadgets, Zeke. Jesus, that was Malcolm Brown. Jeez, Cam Akers got a lot of rushes. All right, well. Getting a little distracted there, but uh, there you go. We're both taking the Cardinals there. Saints-Panthers, doesn't matter uh, pretty oh, much, but yeah. I'm going Saints here. This is pretty easy for me. No CMC, not even a Mike Davis here. So hopefully your boy Curtis does something, and Alvin too, but yeah, yeah. give me Saints here. Yeah, give me Saints as well. Alvin, I mean, you know what he did last week, the six touchdowns, a beast. They're going to win this game. Uh, I mean, I don't think they're going to get the number one seed. Do they get the number one seed if the Packers lose, or do the Packers – and no, and then if the Seahawks win too. Okay. It's like weird. So the Seahawks have to win, the Packers have to lose, and the Saints have to win. Okay. All right. So yeah, the Saints are playing hard. So Alvin Kamara, please have a big game for us. We would love that. But yeah, give me the Saints. Packers, Bears. This game is a big game. Mitch Trubisky is playing for something. It's in Chicago. Aaron Rodgers, Bears' worst nightmare, ESPN says. Uh, you know what? Bro, I know. Chicago We're going to Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears here. It's in Chicago. David Montgomery's heated up. Mitch Trubisky has played pretty well, and honestly, he's playing for a contract here. If he can get this team to the playoffs somehow, there's been rumors that they'll keep him next year as their starting quarterback. And for Mitch, I mean, maybe he makes a run in the playoffs. I mean, who knows? Mitch Trubisky knows the one thing, and that is if he can get to the playoffs, his contract situation looks like a lot better than it was. And the Bears, honestly, solid team. Allen Robinson could have a huge game. Their defense uh, is what they need to do well. And in Chicago, you always feel like Aaron Rodgers is never, never uh, having those huge, huge games that he sometimes has at Lambeau. The different environment for him to handle. Same, similar weather, but just in terms of, you know, in Chicago. Obviously, I don't believe fans are in there, so that makes a big difference. But I'm going to take the Bears here in a must-win game for them. I believe if they win, they're in. So we'll see what happens with the Bears here. But give me the Bears. Yep. As a Cowboys fan, I'm obviously a Packers hater. So I want the Saints <laughs> to get the number one seed, and I want them to lose every single game possible. So give me the Chicago Bears. I love what they got on defense. They're going to be getting all in Aaron Rodgers' face. That's going to make it tough on him. I think they have a chance to shut down the run, but you do have to stop Devontae Adams. And it seems like no team, no weather, nothing could stop that man right now. He's unstoppable. It's going to be very, very, very hard. But the Bears are going to fill in and play well on all all of the other aspects of the game, and they're going to find a way to win this one. Packers, I know you guys are great, but I hate you, so I have to pick the Bears. Not a fan. Chargers, Chiefs here. Obviously, no Pat Mahomes here. So for me, this is going to be a Chargers win. They're going to finish the season seven and nine. Uh, I mean, Keenan Allen's not playing, but six Chiefs sit out to start the week. Um, I mean, it looks like the Chiefs aren't going to be starting anyone. I don't know. Oh, Bose is going to sit out. I mean, this could be a weird game. It looks like, let's read this article. The majority of their starters, okay. 
yeah, give me the give me the Chargers then. Um, just because I mean, if the Chief, the Chiefs probably then won't play Tyreek, they probably won't play Kelsey. All those guys will probably be on the bench. So um, give me the Chargers here in kind of a meaningless game. It is a meaningless game, but then the Chargers getting a nice W here to end the year. I'll just you know. I'll have fun going against you. Chargers, they're not going to have both. They're not going to have uh, Keenan Allen. The Chiefs, the rest of their stars. But, I mean, this is still a game where the Chiefs, you obviously want to win. You want to sit at 15-1. and one. And, honestly, if you win this game with backups, and that just that just goes to show you how good your coaching staff is and uh, the talent that you have in this team and how good you are. So, you know what, let's have fun with it. Let's uh, see how good the Chiefs really are after this game. Yeah, we'll see for sure. But, uh, I mean, with starters, who knows. But yep. Seahawks and the 49ers, to me, uh, this is going to be easy. an easy Seattle win. They'll finish the season 12-4. and four. It's not like this team has been up and down all year. Somehow they'll get to 12-4, and yep. four, though, which is interesting. But Niners, obviously, still starting, uh, I believe, C.J. Bithard at QB. Um, yeah, uh, it's just going to be – I hope Kittle does well, but – to me, Seattle uh, should be able to win this game. I don't know what they're playing for. Could they get the one seed? I mean, maybe. I I don't think they could. I don't, I don't know. know. Have they I'm played sure the Packers? Let's see. I'm, let me look this up. NFL number one seed scenarios. Let's see. There's got to be something. Oh, so they could. They could. So Ooh. 2020 NFL playoff scenarios. So I'm assuming if all if uh, the Saints Packers lose and they win, then they probably uh, get that shot. But let's see for uh, yeah, let's go back. So the Packers have clinched. They were playing for the number one seed. Uh, the Saints have clinched, and they are. Pl- and so yeah, yeah. So the Packers, Saints, and Seahawks all have a shot at the number one seed. So if the other two teams lose, aside from whatever team you guys want the number one seed to be uh root for that team the other two teams have to lose so seahawks they win packers saints lose they're in and it's kind of the same thing for both the other teams so yep the seahawks are gonna win this game and uh this is gonna be very interesting if somehow two of the teams lose yeah that'll be uh that'll be interesting to see what happens but uh yeah i agree with you seahawks there uh raiders broncos god cares about this game uh, i'm gonna go raiders um they're just the better team, I truly believe. Um, and, you know, the Broncos, see what happens in the offseason. Will they move on from Drew Locke? Will they not? Uh, you've heard they want to bring in a veteran quarterback there. Put a little pressure on Drew Locke. And that's – I actually believe I brought that up a few episodes ago, actually. Just the idea of, you know, bringing competition in. Drew Locke needs to know that, uh, you know, if he doesn't play well, he's going to get benched. So, uh, just to, you know, hear what I said a few weeks ago, uh, be said by, you know, the team. Pretty good feeling, but – uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders here. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to agree with you there. Raiders, better team overall. I mean, we, we were high on them at one point in the season. Derek Carr, I mean, they're not playing for much, but Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr, he's still have Henry Ruggs, hasn't been what you expect him to be, but he's always going to be a competent piece in that offense. But Broncos, on the other hand, just a lousy season. You lost Cortland Sutton. Uh, so your offense really hasn't been on par. You lost Vaughn Miller. So, I mean, the, throwaway season by the Broncos Raiders they had a chance they were playing really 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 well kind of fell apart later in the season now not in the playoffs not having a shot at the playoffs but they're going to win this game sit at eight and eight on the season and hopefully uh, look forward to the future of this team and the big game of the week 
the football team and Alex Smith are marching to Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts, like, and Jalen Mills and Miles Sanders added to the injury report. Who knows if they'll play? I'm going to start because I know, you know, you'll want to do maybe a little breakdown. Uh, no, I'll let you start, actually, because we know who you're picking here. So, All right. Yeah. So this was a game, I mean, right away. I was nervous about it. And it's not just – it's not talent-wise or anything like that. It was, I mean, why would the Eagles win? Why would they try to win, just get the better pick? But And I was nervous about that part. So I'm like, okay, the football team's going to win this. We have no shot. But then – my hope came. My hope came. I don't remember who said it in the exact quotes, but the Eagles said that they will be playing to win this game because they are not allowing the football team to come to Philadelphia and be crowned the NFC East champs in their city, in their stadium. They're not accepting that. So they are playing their hearts out for this one. They're, they're not tanking. They're not trying to get the pick, and that is my decision right there. My decision is entirely based on that. If that, if they didn't come out and say that this was a football team win, but because it came out and said that, you know how Jalen Hurts was playing. Even last week in the loss, Jalen Hurts put up some good, good, good numbers. He's going to do that once again. Maybe not add the rushing yards, uh, but uh, of course, you know, football team front seven beast. But um, he's going to put up some numbers in the past game. Deshaun Jackson had his big catch last week. We can maybe even see another one, another big catch this week. But the Eagles overall, I think they're just a little bit better right now with uh, Alex Smith out with Alex Smith out, not with him in, but so, and that's kind of a key part of my decision as well. No Alex Smith. Uh, so isn't Eagles, Alex Smith going to play? I don't think so. I think it's going to be uh what's his face. Taylor. Uh, yep. Really? I thought Smith was playing. I think it's their whole out. Yep. I don't it, I saw it. The first string offense takes reps with first team. Like what we saw. Looks like he might be playing, Mr. Mackey. Right on the door. Hopefully not. But either way, you know, I'm still playing. Either way, I'm still picking the Eagles. ESPN said they weren't thinking that he was going to play this morning. But obviously, after the practice, you guys saw now it's looking more likely. But uh, still, given the Eagles, Jalen Hurts is playing really well. Uh, I mean, Eagles, please, I need you. I need you to clutch up. And, I mean, they're not crowd, They're not letting the football team win there, especially you got Philly fans. So, you know, if they somehow let the football team win this one, I mean, you know, Philly's going to go crazy. Even if they're not in the playoffs, they're Philly fans. You know, you know, they have no mind. They have no brain. It's crazy. So, give me the Eagles. All right, so I'll let you go on your little rant there. And uh, you're not going to like what I'm going to have to say here. Uh, yeah, I don't need to like what you got to say. I just got to know the Eagles are going to win. <laughs> I'm going to pick the football team to win this game. Alex Smith is going to play. They're not going to start Taylor Henneke. Uh He's ready to go if he needs to come in, but there's no way they're not going to start Alex Smith in this game. That'd be foolish of them. You know, they said he was 50-50 last week, so you got to think he's closer or the percentage is in his favor of him playing. I think he's going to play. They're not going to risk it. Uh I mean, imagine they tie. If the Dallas Cowboys tie, and the E then have then still, it, I mean, the Cowboys then then if the football, football team, team loses and the Cowboys tie, the Cowboys still get in. Imagine they both tie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my that gosh! Don't even be begin. Don't even get me. Don't even get me. Predict the tie. That'd be nuts. 
I'm not. I'm going to pick football team. I think they're just the better team. Philadelphia, the key is just stopping Jalen Hurts. If you can do that, you're going to roll through them, that defense for the football team. Obviously, their strength, they get back to Alex Smith, and that team is going to be motivated to win. They're going to have motivation. They've lost two in a row now. If they had won one of those games, they'd be division champs, but they did. Uh, so for me, it's going to be a football team victory. They're going to be celebrating in Philadelphia, and they are going to be the NFC oh. East division champs. So, so I, I had to quickly look this up, but he practiced today. It was with the first team, but he didn't practice much. Still, okay. he was very limited, this says. According to Rotowire, very limited. So, good hopes, good hopes for me. For me and Cowboys fans across the nation <laughs> and those Giants fans, little New York. So, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're getting the best of me and all the Giants fans. So, <laughs> Well, uh, I don't really got too, too much else to say. But, uh, yeah, what are you thinking? You want to wrap it up or you got anything else you want to talk about? Um, I'm not sure, but I mean, maybe you want to, oh, we already did. I was about to say the college football playoffs that happens. Uh, everyone's going to have seen them by now, but we're going to have some good matchups, some good, good matchups. Excited. Hopefully our Ohio state Buckeyes get a win. You saw and heard, um, Justin Fields claims that was the most or the hardest preparation he's done all season. He hasn't prepared them for a game like this ever. So, I mean, could that be a good sign? Is he trying to get back to uh, looking like he is a for sure number two pick? We're going to have to see, but excited to see what he has and what some of these other guys have there in the college football playoffs. Yep, for sure. Should be interesting to see. Obviously, this is planning to be coming out Saturday. Um, so if you're listening on YouTube uh, and you're still listening, make sure to comment, uh, you know, drop a like, Subscribe, do all that jazz. Uh, follow us on, uh, you know, everything. Obviously, uh, Mac will, will promote that in a sec. But, um, yeah, make sure to follow us, Spotify, Apple. Uh, and if you're listening, hope you enjoyed uh, the first uh, weekly episode we're going to start going with uh, on uh, Spotify, Apple. Uh, if you have any suggestions, uh, obviously, uh, you can message us. Mac will give you our socials, like I said, in a quick sec. But, yeah, that's kind of all I got. So why don't you wrap this up for us now? All right. Everyone, thank you so much for watching this week's episode of Outside the Arena. As always, it's a pleasure uh, doing this for you guys. We love this. We enjoy it. We're not even doing this for our futures. We're just not even just for our futures, I should say, but we're doing this for fun. We're enjoying it, having a great time putting these things out for you guys. And New Year's, it's now 2021. By the time you guys are seeing this, big things are coming, not only for this podcast, but for the world. Hopefully COVID will be will be gone in just a few months. Uh, we're going to have to see, but everyone, hope you all stay safe. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're on YouTube. If you're on Apple or Spotify, uh, that's obviously outside the arena as well. Please make sure you guys follow us over there. Uh, come back next week for our next episode. And also make sure to follow us on our social medias. That's the easiest place and best place to reach out to us. If you have any suggestions or just want to talk, my Instagram is Mac.Rommel. Griffin's Instagram is Griffin Sonic. And our podcast Instagram is Outside the Arena Podcast. Please, please feel free to reach out to us there. We would love talking to you guys, especially expanding for this New Year's on this uh, podcast. We're excited. Anything helps. And uh, that one kid, I, I don't remember his name, but he he reached out. He we almost had a big guest coming on, but and that's what we love to see. Even though we got we may not know you guys, we love 
all of your support and help uh, that you guys are trying to do for us and help us out with. So with that, we'll wrap things up and uh, we'll see you guys next week on Outside the Arena.